Hi, this is Tom. When Christopher and I learned about the passing of Andy Fletcher from Depeche Mode, we thought it'd be a good idea to go back into the archives to revisit an interview from 2005. It's only nine minutes long, but it covers a lot of ground. This is broadcaster May Potts in conversation with Fletch of Depeche Mode. Um, with the single precious, and you're right, it does have a, a reflection of obviously the signature Depeche Mode sound. Is that you know when you're deciding on a single, is, is that sort of what goes into the process of of well, tell me how you decided on Precious as a single. We just thought it was a really good song. Um, it's got, the lyrics are good. And it's got a good tune, and um, it's it's actually sounds like it's lifted from Violator. <laughs> It's, it, and it does. It's not necessarily the sound of the whole album, but we just think it's a great song. Which you know what I got to admit, there's an awful lot of Depeche music that I love, but as an overall record, Violator is one of my my faves. Well, it's, I think it's probably the best album we've ever made. Uh, it just really came right. It was sort of a almost magical, um, especially the release of Personal Jesus um, a few months before the album was released, and then to hit everyone with Enjoy the Silence, you know. It was just a, a phenomenal album. Yeah. Uh, when I listened to a song like your lead-off track, uh, A Pain That I'm Used To, um, it actually made me think right away of how much people like Trent Reznor and Nine Inch Nails owe to Depeche Mode. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it makes us feel very proud um, that people do cite us as, as influences. You know, when we started, um, when we were kids, basically, when we were 17, 18, when we started the band, you know, we were influenced by certain people, and now to 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 have influenced other people is 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 a real honor. Do you imagine that uh, John the the Revelator could end up being a single as well? Uh, it could do. What do you think? <laughs> I think so. I think it's interesting too because you know I know that you guys have always explored themes of, uh, you know, there is a darkness in some of your the themes of your songs: redemption, sin. Um, you know, pain, uh, forgiveness. Pain and suffering. Yeah, pain and suffering. There you go. <laughs> Happy things. But you know what? When you think about what is going on globally these days, and uh, it, it has been a number of years. I mean, this is pretty much your first release since, you know, major events like 9-11 and, and uh, you know, the war in Iraq. Do you think that maybe the lyrics now are a bit more timely for some? I, I think um, John the Revelation is my favorite track, you know, and... Uh, we were just uh, wondering if, I mean, it's a song about um, revelations. and But the general thing is that, uh, that there's, uh, there is only one God. And if there was only one God, uh, if people uh, could unite to that, uh, it, would, it would solve a lot of the world problems we've got. <laughs> it is actually a very uplifting tune, especially in the gospel chorus, too. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like gospel glam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Glitter meets uh, gospel music. You know, uh, when I think about the, the the number of times you guys have played here in Toronto, and I got to tell you, I was there for your very first show, and it was just after the release of Just Can't Get Enough. That was at the uh, concert hall. Brit Invasion, wasn't it? Yeah, and, and you I guys. Think the Jam played a couple of days before. Was there, it Massey, was it Massey Hall or something? Massey Hall, and the, and yeah. I remember too um, at the concert hall when you guys played there, and you had the big tape machines. This was. I guess, gee, I'm trying to remember the year. Would it have been like 1980 or 81? 81. 81. Yeah. You, 81, yeah, definitely. I still remember the response of the audience being so negative towards <laughs> synthesizers. The tape machines. And the tape machines. And I remember people grumbling in the audience about that. When you think back on that, um, you know, do you sort of find it kind of funny now, especially when you think about how the music world has evolved and how technology has evolved? But do you remember that response when you first came out? 
I don't actually particularly remember because, you know, we, it was the first time we'd been to Toronto and we were just thinking that this is all great, you know. Um, but, um, you know, it, it, we just thought that that was the way to make music, uh, an interesting way to, to go forward in music. And we would, it turned out we were right. Um, and, you know, we we did have a few problems uh, from from sort of your usual rock critics and things like that that thought it was a bit strange. But I also think that was the that was our appeal to a lot of people in say in Toronto, for instance, which has always been one of our biggest places we've played. You know, uh, the fact that we did look and we sounded different to anyone else they they'd seen before. It definitely um, was a change at the time, and I wonder too whether you know it's sort of funny for you to maybe run into people who were naysayers of Depeche Mode in those early days. Do you ever have that desire to go, hey, hey? Uh, I don't know. For us, we we just feel we're in a great position. You know, uh, 25 years on, um, like I say, the mood in the in the in our camp is very very good and positive, and uh, um, we're in a great position. It's been a wonderful journey for us, and um, you know, we have fans all over the world uh, that are very loyal to us. It's a really good good feeling. You are in a unique position. There are very few bands that can lay claim to that. I just saw you two the other night as well. And, and uh, you know, really you're in a, in a whole elite league now where you can actually say that you have been not only together for 25 years, but, you know, um, viable and making great music for 25 years. What? Let's hope it continues. <laughs> I hope so too. And I, and I know that, um, you know, I think it was Edge who was recently talking about how, you know, with Bono and his causes, it, while the band has held together and, and they're still very happy and successful together, there's definitely a change in their relationships. There has been a fracturing in some cases of, you know, relationships. How important is it? You see, a lot of us outside of bands would assume, oh, you guys go to barbecues together and everything, you know, but you don't. And how important is it to be so cohesive as a unit? It's not important at all, at all because... Um uh, being in a band is about four different personalities and it's about the electricity that's created when you get together in a studio and you try and produce music you know uh, it people have sometimes this idea that you know we walk around holding hands and saying we love each other uh, but it's that electricity that's that uh, between the members that is the most important so sometimes tension is good now you said that this is a this seems to be a good time in the band. First of all, geographically, how are you guys situated? You're you're not even on the same continents, all of you, are you? No, no, we're all over the place. But uh, you know, it's, for, for all of this year and all of next year, we see each other every day. Right. So uh, I mean, Dave and Marty married American women and um, and went to live in the states, and I still live in London. But uh, it's not. It would have been a problem, I think, if in the early years when all we had was Depeche Mode. But now we have families and children, and, um, and and it's just a different life now. And do you think that that actually makes the band, perhaps at this point, be able to work better together? I, I, I actually just think it doesn't have anything to, to really to do with the atmosphere. Okay. I think there's other issues. I, I don't think it matters where you live, especially mm -hmm. for a band like us. So now, let's face it, you guys do have families and kids. I mean, how comfortable are you with hitting the road for what's going to be the better part of the year? You know, it's more daunting. As you get older, um, it takes, it, it, you know, hangovers take longer to to go. Um, you know, traveling is more tough. But the, uh, I think we're really excited um, 
to the concerts and uh, because our audience is generally very, very good. So uh, I think it's going to be good. And what kind of, you know, what can we expect or what can you tell us about the live show as far as the stage and and Well, it's being designed by Anton Corbin again. Uh, We've only seen a drawing of it at the moment, but I think it's going to be a lot different to the last uh, tour. And uh, I think it's going to be quite special. Are you the in- hardest thing for us is choosing which songs to play. Right. <laughs> Will you change those sets up, uh, you know, from night to night or week to week or anything? Well, you know, we've, uh, we do change certain songs around. Um, we're always changing bits and pieces. But, you know, with computerized lighting and, uh, and some of the effects, it's hard to change too much, you know. And um, you, uh, you're coming back to Toronto to the Air Canada Centre on December 1st. And, uh, you know, I know that you have been here, and as you've said, that Toronto has been um, a very welcoming city for Depeche Mode from day one. Uh, do you have, usually when you're touring, I know you're sort of in and out. Have you ever had a chance to spend a little bit of time here? And if so, do you have any We, we spent quite a bit of time in Toronto over the years. I mean, we played it so many times. And, uh, you know, I I've must have stayed there stayed you know i mean three or four days at a time before you know right so um yeah that's okay you like it yes any, i like toronto any good and memories I like, Canada. I, love, I love vancouver and i love montreal as well well anyway thanks so much for chatting with us okay i appreciate May. that and i'll see and you when i'm in uh, november you I sure bring will bring your daughter along i will that would be great thanks again fletch see you then bye bye bye